Welcome to this episode of the NHL podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Matthew Yemchik, joined here by Henry Kaki. And today we're going to be talking about the NHL playoffs starting and the matchups to look forward to and our predictions for the playoffs. So uh, I'm going to start off by asking Henry, um, what do you think is going to happen in the Penguins versus Islanders series? Islanders and six. It's like, okay, so... If they're able to score goals on Jari, then it should be fine. And I know that sounds dumb, but Jari has a clear weakness. It's top glove. They scored four goals there game one, but they weren't shooting there in game two. And I think that if they can do that, along with I think you got to play Sorokin over Varlama. Varlama played well, but he didn't play good. And I think Sorokin played really well better than Varlamov, so I, I think that's the move, but it's up to Trotz, really. Yeah, I agree. I would I agree with what you um, say there. I did uh, Islanders in seven because I think it's going to be a close series, and obviously I want a game seven uh, because just entertainment. And also, um, but yeah, I feel like the Islanders will make it through to the next round over the Penguins, which is uh, upset because it's one uh, one and four of the division. But, based, yeah, but, but in this that, division... Yeah, I was about to say that. This, this division, division it's... It really isn't an upset because what's it called? <laughs> the division is very tightly and evenly matched. So even if you put like the four four teams from those from that division who made it, made it into the playoffs together, it, all of the series would be very tight and hard to predict. So uh, my prediction is seven Islanders and seven. I also, you got to think that you got to remember that since Penguins won game two, it, it might be just kind of like a downhill, much like how Tampa, when they won game one against Columbus last year, they were going to win that series after the game one. If Columbus won game one, I think that the Jackets take that series. But since Tampa won game one, they were able to get like the monkey off their back that they can't beat Columbus. And I think that's what Pittsburgh did here. And I mean, I know Pittsburgh's kind of struggled in the playoffs like lately, and it's like they've lost, I think, 10 out of their last 12 games or something like that. I, I just think that, I mean, I hope the Islanders win because that's what I have on my bracket, but I could see a very real possibility of Pittsburgh taking this one. Yeah, uh, that's why I have it either way. I have in seven, but I think it's going to be the Islanders, but it definitely could be the Penguins. This series is very hard to predict because anything could happen, really. They're very equally matched teams. Similarly so, uh, it the similarly to the Boston-Washington, which is the other in the East, but yeah, I don't, would, especially with Vanacek going down, I think this is Boston's series to lose because Vanacek was is the backup goaltender anyway. And Washington's without Kuznetsov and now they're starting and backup goaltenders. Craig Anderson's their starter. He's 40 years old and hasn't played in the playoffs since 2017. And even then, he wasn't the reason Ottawa got that far. Ottawa got that far because of their Eric Carlson and their forwards being able to score goals. Yeah, I have, I mean, in my bracket, I did this before, 
I well, I I filled out this bracket before these first two games have been done, but um, I have the Capitals in six because well, yeah, before I thought that the Capitals were going to win this series in in six because they had Vanacek, who's not amazing, but still no, he's a decent goaltender, but. In an ideal world, it's Samsonov, but he's on the COVID list right now. So that that's just – he's not able to play, and he's been on there for a while. So chances are that he has COVID, and that's the same situation with Kuznetsov. So that's why they're having trouble getting them. And I also uh, – yeah, Vanacek, I don't know if he was going to be able to carry them through a series anyway. He's better than Anderson. Anderson tends to get lost in the net. But I just think that they don't have the comfort of having an NHL-level goaltender back there anymore. Anderson has kind of fallen off. He had two starts this year, and he's he's a, he's an old goaltender. Similar thing that would have happened with Lundqvist if he played this year. He wouldn't have played very much, but he would have been there. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. Meanwhile, the Bruins in that they have a very like an MVP caliber goaltender. He's done it many times to to Rask, so they definitely have the advantage there. And looking at the two teams, they're very again they're equally matched. Just like this whole division, uh, it's going to be interesting to to see who comes out of this division with what's called uh, and goes into like the final four or whatever or whatever we're calling it this year, because what's called the semifinals will be differently made because there's going to be like teams with most points, teams with least points, teams with second most points, teams with second least points. So we'll see who comes out of this division because it's going to be very interesting to find out. Mm -hmm. And so moving on to the central Carolina and Nashville, I feel like this is the most obvious series that isn't. No, this is the most obvious series. It's going to be Carolina. Carolina is the team that is going to come out of the Central. They are so good, so deep. They're just absolutely stacked from top to bottom. And it's not even like they have like better players than other teams. Because they, they do, but they have better players to play their roles. They have, better, they have a good top line that's absolutely great. And then you've got a second line made of second line players. And then you got a third line of third line players and a fourth line of fourth line players. So they've got everyone to fit their role. And everyone knows their role and they play it well. And then they've got Nadelkovich, who's been absolutely great in net. And if he fails, they've got Reimer and Morozik, two NHL starting goaltenders as their backups. And on defense, they have the best defense in the league. That's not named Colorado, maybe. That's the only one that I think can really compete. Maybe Tampa Bay. When healthy. Yeah, that is... Yeah, they are an amazing team. Uh, I have Hurricanes in five. It could be a sweep. Um, I have I have Hurricanes Predator, in five, too. Yeah, the Predators just don't stand a chance here. They are uh, highly unmatched. Um, the Hurricanes just have everything much better than them predators barely made it into the playoffs uh if we think about it because they were um they started going on a run uh late in the regular season they were very far behind at the beginning of the season and they just picked it up towards the end and the blackhawks and uh, along with the stars kind of fell off and they 
got located into that fourth position in the central. So yeah, also there's just no Na- way. Nashville's uh top players like the Forsbergs, the Duchesnes, the Johansons, the Ardvidsons, they're just not scoring and playing at a level that they need to win a round. To win almost a game even. Forsberg's been fine. But Duchesne and Johansson and Arvidsson have all had down years. And that's got to be $16 million between the three of them. That's a lot of money to for three guys that score like 20 points each. So that's been a struggle for Nashville. Their defense has been fine because they've, they've got good defenders. And Saros has been absolutely incredible in that. But just they're outmatched compared to what Carolina can offer because they can have physicality. They can have speed. They can have skill. They can, they can play lockdown defense. They can play, they can have a goal. They could have a goaltender steal a game on some occasions. I do think that Saros is better than Adelkovich, but everything else, Carolina just is outmatched, outmatching Nashville. Yeah, so, yeah, Soros is going to have to stand on his head for the Predators to have any chance. Uh, Soros is probably, in my opinion, the best goalie in the league. With, well, actually, second best goalie in the league. Sorry, Andre Vasilevsky. Yeah. But, you know, um, uh, Soros has been amazing this season. Probably the, probably the, so one of those, well, one of the reasons, I guess, but like m- mostly the reason why the Predators have been, lo- have, made it to the playoffs in the first place after that terrible run to start the season. So and he was part of that he was part of that terrible run, but he just absolutely turned around the year. Yeah. Uh so let's move on to Panthers versus Lightning and the Panthers have found themselves in a deep hole after the first two games that were in Florida that were in their home stadium. So now they have to go to Tampa for two games and they're down to oh I how how do you see them coming back any chance in the series? No, no, no. I never thought they had a chance. I mean, okay, so that's a bad way to put it. I think they did because I thought their scoring was good enough. And I, was, I wasn't I was convinced that Bobrovsky or Drieger could steal it. But I thought one of the, the two goaltenders would really step up, and neither really has. Drieger played okay last night. He didn't really get any goal support. And Bob- but Borovsky was just kind of like meh in that the other game. But I, I just think that I just don't think that Florida has what Tampa has. Tampa has players that they they're gonna hide a little bit. They're gonna have players that will not play very well to start a game, then all of a sudden turn it on and score five goals. They have that kind of talent. And their defense is is very well put together. They've got, let's see, five legitimate top four defensemen. Because you got Savard, Grigor, or not Grigor, go. Savard, Sergachev, Hedman, who's the best in the league, McDonough, and Chernak. Like, that's an incredible decor. I mean, it's I don't think it's Carolina level, but it's still really good. And the best goalie in the league, Vasilevsky. So Tampa's gonna Tampa I think Tampa is gonna is gonna push anyone they play to the limit. If not run over them. I think that's where yeah. I think that's where they're at. 
they're either going to run over someone or it's going to be really tightly contested. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, yeah, Tampa Bay is a very good squad. I think in the first two games, I think Drieger and the Bobrovsky were pretty good. I think Bobrovsky was actually pretty good in, in game one, considering the amount of chances in that game. And also, that game was one of the best games I've seen in a long time. It was wonderful to see the pack stands and also uh, the level of play and physicality that comes with the playoffs, obviously. Um, that game was amazing. But also, I thought Bobrovsky played good in that game. I thought Drieger played good yesterday. But the thing is, the te- the Lightning just over like just just beat them with talent, basically. Because if you see like uh, what's it called Anthony Sorelli, who's having a down season, and he played great in that first game, even though he didn't really he didn't score, I don't think. But he played amazing in that first game. Uh, if you see people like that, uh, that are like. That easily would be top six forward in any other team, and he's like getting like like only fifteen points or or something throughout the whole season. It, it's scary. It's really really scary. And then to add on with Vasilevsky being like the best goal goalie in the league, that's very very uh, a daunting prospect for the Panthers. But at first, I ha- at first on my bracket, which is looking like a stupid decision right now, I had Panthers in seven, but. That's probably unlikely right now after those first two games. Yeah, I had Tampa in seven. I feel like I'm overshooting it a little, but, you know, it's fine. It's fine. And so now we're going to move on to the West. And which one do you want to start with? Do you want to start with Colorado, St. Louis or Vegas, Minnesota? Let's get the easy one out of the way. If you understand what that means. The easy one is, uh, is Colorado versus the Blues, which I think is going to be a sweep. The Blues have no chance here. Even in the even in the what's called the first game that I watched, it was complete domination. No, yes. Game number one uh, was the only reason I came in one one after two was just because what's called Bennington was standing on his head and Rantanen was missing open nets. So uh, that's the that's the only reason. So <laughs> I, I I don't think. Blues have a chance here. Any 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 chance? It's gonna be four zero. I don't know if it's gonna be 4-0. I think Bennington can steal one. He almost, he almost did. But you gotta remember, St. Louis won the Stanley Cup two years ago. They're a good team. And yes, their defense is a little worse, but that forward group's still the same. That forward group can score six goals. They just they need they need David Perron back. He's been out. They just... I don't know how to describe it. They just... They just need offense. And they can. They have really talented people. You got Tarasenko, Schwartz, O'Reilly. But I just don't know... They don't have... I don't think they're going to be able to get it out. And Colorado, much like Carolina, is just such a well-put-together roster. They've got the Vesna-caliber goaltender in Grubauer. They've got an all-world talent in Nathan McKinnon and another all-world talent in Miko Rantanen up front. And then they've also got McCarr, Gerard, Byram, Graves on that blue line, Taves on that blue line. Like, are you kidding me? It's just... I think that... There's no stopping them. I think that you can anyone's going to be able to fight through them. No, that no one can fight through them. Sorry. 
Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're an amazing team. Uh, just wa- just watching like Cal McCarr uh, in that first game was a joy to watch. Honestly, he's such a good player. Um, that goal that he had to open, uh, well, that sh- that goal to that he had to open to open the series. Basically, he did like a shimmy on the guy on on the guy like at the blue line, and the 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 defender just went flying the opposite direction, and he, and he just cut inside, and it was just well, that was a great play. And he did it like it was nothing. Yeah, even though that's very hard to do. Well, for the player. And then moving on to what I think will be the best series. Minnesota and Vegas. So in this, I have Vegas winning, but I want Minnesota to win the Stanley Cup. But I just don't think that they have the firepower to do it Kaprizov can't carry this team on his back and like in the first few games he hasn't been able to carry this team as far as he was able to in the regular season but they've been getting great goaltending good defense they just need to be able to score more than one goal in a game and I think they have a really fighting chance and it's tied one to one Vegas I think they started to get their legs under them in the last game so I think that if Minnesota is able to get off to a good start and able to put a couple in on Flurry to get into his head, I think that Minnesota can win it. It's just going to be a tough task for them. Yeah, I have the Golden Knights in six. Uh, I think that, well, honestly, Marc-Andre Flurry has been, well, he's been amazing in these first two games. Uh, I think it's going to be a tight series. I don't think it's going to be the best one because I think that, well, so far, so far the Panthers versus Lightning have been, has been a very good series. I also think Penguins versus Islanders will go to the wire and Capitals versus Bruins will be better series than, than this one. But this one's, well, that just shows the, the, what's called the matchups that we have in this first round. They are amazing. Just so much entertainment. But yeah, this one is very good as well. Um, I think the Golden Knights will, come through in six games because um well mark mark andre Fleury is better than talbot uh and i feel like they have a better team than the wild the wild have kaprizov but he can't carry a whole roster that would be that's only Connor mcdavid can only do that and even he gets some help from uh dry sidle anyway um i would make yeah, the ar- I, I would make the argument that mckinnon can too but Oh yeah, that's fair. Point. But he gets help from Ren and and Landis Cog as yeah, well. Yeah, no, that's that's the so problem. Yeah. Fiala's kind of actually no, they both dried up. Fiala and the only players that have scored in the series are Joel Eriksson-Ek and Matt Dumba, and Joel Eriksson-Ek helped get the puck to Matt Dumba. The fourth line for Minnesota has scored both goals this series, and I just think that speaks to how well Fleury's been playing and how well Vegas has been kind of able to shut down their top lines. And in that first game, Ryan Hartman, he had like six opportunities where people, where he could score and Fleury just robbed him every single time. Like he had, I think six breakaways or four breakaways and then two just absolutely monstrous saves, like right in front of the net where he just got robbed. Yeah, Flurry has been incredible. Talbot's been good too, which is surprising. He's been actually Talbot's has been very good actually. 
in these first two games, but I just don't think it's enough to beat Flurry. Like this goal, this is turned these first two games. It's turned into Goldie series, and so far, uh, I just think Flurry is going to be a little bit better uh, on. Well, because his well, technically, because his team is better, and I just think he's the better goaltender as well. All right, so let's move on to the North, which is the last one to get started. And first up, Toronto and Montreal. And is this the year that Toronto finally makes it past the first round? Um, yeah, uh, yeah, they do get past the first round here because I have them beating the Montreal Canadiens in five. Same. Um, same. Yeah, they're just they they have too much offensive firepower, uh, and their defense is definitely improved this season their goaltending has been steady they're a very good team in fact i would say they're a cup contender but uh but but also they are they definitely have a chance at winning the cup but i don't i don't have them winning the cup but they are a cup contender if they if they start to click in these playoffs because they have the best goal scorer in the league in uh, austin matthews and they also have well they've just improved all all, all over this season, uh, and I just think there's just going to be too much for the Montreal Canadiens, uh, and I have them winning in five. The one person who I think makes a big difference in the series is Carey Price. If Carey Price is able to do what he did against Pittsburgh last year, where he just shuts down an entire team, Montreal has a fighting chance. But I don't think that that offensive scoring is at a level that it needs to be. They don't have Caulfield in the first game, and they don't have Kakeniemi in the first game. So I'm just, I don't think that Montreal's going to be able to push past him. Tatar isn't the same player he was last year. Gallagher's just getting off an injury. I think it's just going to be, it's going to be tough for them to break through. And even though it is Campbell in that, and Toronto, and Campbell's kind of been a little shaky lately, Toronto... His defense has been better, and they're a team that just can outscore their problems. So I I think Montreal might get one game, but I think that's where it stops. Yeah, I don't think Carey Price is going to be able to carry this team through. Carey Price has had a good season, obviously, as usual, but he hasn't been outstanding. He hasn't been – he would have to be like Soros level or Vasilevsky level for – this Canadians seem to have a chance of winning a series, and I think that's very unlikely. Right. So let's move on to uh, the Oilers versus the Jets. Uh, who you got in this one? Edmonton in four. I I just absolutely love everything about this Edmonton team. They've got great goaltending in Mike Smith. They've got the best player in the world in Connor McDavid. They've got the second best player in the world almost in Leon Dreisaitl. They've got Tyson Berry on that blue line, Nurse on that blue line. They've got just absolutely a very deep roster, even if McDavid gets a third of their points. They've got Nugent Hopkins and Yamamoto, who have been absolutely great this year. And I, I just think Edmonton has more of everything that Winnipeg prides themselves on. Winnipeg prides himself on being a high-scoring, well-goaltended team. I don't see it like that. I, I mean, I see it like that, 
But I think Edmonton Edmonton can score more goals. I think Smith has been better than Hellebuck this year. Hellebuck's had a pretty down season. So I just think this is going to be no problem for Edmonton. I think that they come away easily with the with the series win. I mean, four seems a little bold, and I feel like six would probably serve it better. But I, I think that this is Edmonton's series. Yeah, uh, I also think the Oilers will go on to the next round in this one. I have them in six, like you said, uh, would be probably better. Um, but the thing the thing is, uh, when when I was reading up uh, on like other people's predictions, a lot of people had the Winnipeg Jets going through in this one. I just don't see it. Uh, the Oilers just have two good players for this Jets team. This Jets team as well, they've really fallen off in the uh, in the what's called the ending of the season. They had like uh, eight straight losses, and then I think they won a game and then lost again. Like they've been kind of stumbling into the finish line. And Dubois hasn't been as big an impact as they hoped. Shifley has had a good season. I'm not going to put anything on Shifley. And so is Ehlers and Connor. But that's the thing. They've got three players who are good players, and they've had decent years. But then you've got, on the Oilers' side, you've got McDavid, who's had an amazing year. Dreisaitl, who's had an amazing year. So these, the Oilers, the Oilers just can one-up the... Jets in almost anything, and Connor McDavid's almost impossible to slow down right now. Yeah, and I don't think they have the defense to do that. I don't think that uh, Morrissey's going to be able to do it. Pionk's an offensive defenseman, so I think Winnipeg's gonna. I think Winnipeg's gonna. I think Winnipeg's just gonna lose here. Yeah, I think so too. Um, Connor McDavid. Um, well, he's gotten over 100 points in a shortened season. That's basically like 156 games. 105 points in 56 games. No other yeah, that, player. That, no yeah. other player was even. I I think Drysaddle was in the 80s. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Just that those stats that that that's basically impossible. Those are Gretzky level stats, but just like a little bit less than Gretzky. But keep in mind that Gretzky was playing against. Well, you know, obviously still good players, but Connor McDavid's playing against the highest level. This is like the high the NHL now is the highest level of hockey and what's called and he's getting one, over 100 points in a season that's shortened. That's that is He just, hasn't um, no one's put incredible. up numbers since Lemieux did in the early 90s, which is basically before it, it was during the height of NHL scoring. So the fact that he's even close to that is absolutely insane. Yeah. All right. Well, so, who do you have in this in the final four? Uh, in the final four, I have team with most points, uh, the Avalanche, as number one, and I have them beating the Golden Knights in the second round in seven games. Then I have the team with second most points. I have the Hurricanes. Number. Uh, the I have the Hurricanes. They beat the Panthers in the second round in seven games, which. The Panthers probably won't be in the second round, but that's that was what I had originally on my bracket. Um, then I have the team with second least points. I have the Maple Leafs that beat the Oilers in seven. Then I have the Islanders with the team that with least points that beat the Capitals in six. All right. So in mine, I have Edmonton who beat Toronto, Boston who beat the Islanders. 
Colorado who beat Vegas and Carolina who beat Tampa. So, yeah, and I think the the best series that's going to come out of this year is going to be Toronto Edmonton. No doubt about it. You can't change my mind. But that's beside the point. Uh, I think that Islanders don't have the scoring to beat Boston. Now they they have Hall. They're pretty lethal. And Colorado's just better than Vegas. And Carolina-Tampa would also be really good. But I just think that Tampa's got the uh, the upper hand there. And then, so, in the final four, the matchups, based on what I had, would be Colorado and Edmonton and Carolina and Boston. What about you? Uh, The matchups that I would have is uh, the Colorado versus... Uh, the Islanders, and then I would have in the other one, Hurricanes versus Leafs. Could we just take a minute to, like, respect how incredible these final four series are going to be? Yeah, these these teams are just amazing. I, I'm, uh, I'm, I just really want to so really see Colorado and Edmonton, McDavid and McKinnon, and then Carolina and Boston, which would be Ajo and Marchand, like... Come on, like... And Bergeron. And Bergeron, and Teravainen. And Pasternak. And, and Teravainen, and Svechnikov, like... Yeah. These are just star, star-studded star rosters. And McAvoy. Yeah. Okay, we well, don't need to name the whole team. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, yeah, that would be exciting. Yeah. Uh, who do you have in your Stanley Cup final? Colorado and Carolina. Yeah, I have the same Stanley Cup final. Just Colorado. These two teams are just the best. They're just so deep. Yeah. There's just so much depth on the roster. Like, I mean, obviously, if like Aho and McKinnon get injured, then the whole team's kind of screwed. And I, I'd even say that if Grubauer gets hurt, Colorado's a little bit screwed. I don't think Johansson can carry a series. But just you gotta respect these teams and how just absolutely great they are. And, I mean, yes, Colorado could lose to St. Louis. I don't think that's happening. And along the way, I think just Colorado is the better team than everyone they're going to face. I think they're they're deeper than Edmonton. I think they have better scoring than Vegas. And then St. Louis, I just—St. Louis isn't even close in terms of scoring. Defense is pretty okay, but, like, that's—they're just in another world. And Carolina, similarly, I think I think Carolina-Tampa would be very close. They're both deep teams with superstar talents. But I think that based on uh, performance, I think Carolina can beat Tampa. That's going to be tough. And then Boston, I just think Carolina's better than Boston now. Last year, they lost to Boston, and that was kind of a humiliation. But I think that now they can just kind of blow by Boston by nothing. And we don't know because they haven't played uh, between divisions all year. So it's just it's going to be kind of a crapshoot, not going to lie. But I think that Colorado can beat, beat Edmonton and Carolina can beat Boston. So that's the Stanley Cup final. Yeah, I have the same Stanley Cup final. My logic for um, the Hurricanes beating the Maple Leafs is just they're, I just think they're, they're a better team than the Maple Leafs. They've got... Uh, well, they've got a much better defense. The only thing I see, the, the Leafs can, can well, they've got the same kind of like offense. Both offenses 
are amazingly strong, actually. Um, just, yeah, I feel like the Hurricanes just have a better team. And that's why I have them in one of my in one of the slots for the final. And my second spot goes to the Avalanche because I think they're just much better than the Islanders. I don't think the Isle, uh, in my bracket, I have the Islanders going far, which is going to the semis. And I just have the Avalanche beating them in the semis in five because I think the Avalanche are just a much stronger team than the Islanders. So, uh, who do you got winning the Stanley Cup? Colorado. Okay, I have the Hurricanes. Yeah, but yes, Carolina's good, but Colorado, Nathan McKinnon can be the best player in the league, no doubt about it. Like, it's hard, and I don't think that it's likely, but he has the talent, too. He has the speed, too. He has just, he just has the ability to, he he just has everything he needs to be the best player in the world. And I think that if, in playoffs, remember last year where he had like a 16-game point streak? That was nothing yeah, for him. That, that was nothing for him. He could he could easily do that again this year. And I, I just I just think that makes them deadly. They've got a pure goal scorer in Rantanen. They've got the best offensive defenseman in the league in Makar. And it's just going to be hard for them to do it. I have the Hurricanes winning this series in seven because the series can go any other way. I mean, any any way, honestly. Because, uh, well, also I have the Hurricanes because I predicted them bef- to win the Stanley Cup before the season started. So I'm going to continue with that pr- that prediction. And also, I think the Hurricanes have better coaching uh, in um, in what, what's and Brenda Moore. Also, yeah, and Brenda Moore. Yeah, uh, he's. I think he's the best coach in the league right now, which, you know, obviously you don't need coaching is not like the most important thing you need, which is why but I can it, see. But you're going to, yeah, I, I like Jared Bednar though. I think, I think he's done a really good job. Remember the first year where Colorado had like 40 points. He, he was, yeah. he was part of that turnaround. That, yeah, I think that year he I was think, just, that year was the year that Waugh quit like three weeks before the season. So he, Bednar was just kind of like thrown into that spot, and I think he's done a very good job. He turned that he turned the worst team of the twentieth twenty first century into one yeah. of into one of the best teams in the league next the next year. Like they yeah. gave the President's Trophy Nashville a real run for the money. So I I think that's I think that's uh I think that's respectable yeah I, I agree i don't have anything against jared bednar i think he's a very good coach i think uh that brendan my brendan or whatever uh yeah i for i can't pronounce his name uh i think he is a better coach though because i think he's one of the best coaches in the league if not the best uh that's why i also have that but i'm basically i'm basing this what's called prediction off of what i said before in the beginning of the season, I will not get. I will not get off this Hurricanes bandwagon train. I have them winning the uh, Stanley Cup because what's it called I predicted it in the beginning of the season, so I'm sticking with it. All right. Well, that those are our predictions for the upcoming playoffs, and let's just hope that they come true so that I win the bracket challenge. Uh yeah sure, <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway um. What's it called? Uh, thanks for watching, guys. Uh, I'm Matthew Nemchik, your host, joined by my guest, Henry Kalki. 
uh, we'll see you next time for our NHL podcast. Thanks for listening.